You're listening to the Cleverly Changing Podcast, episode 60. Our guest today is a mompreneur. This episode is for moms and dads who are teaching and supplementing their child's education, but they also need and want to work as well. In this episode, we also want single parents to be encouraged that you can be the boss that you desire to become. So take a listen and be inspired. This month is Entrepreneurs Do-It-Yourself Marketing Month. And we know that if you're in business for yourself, you need to market yourself, products, and services year-round. So parents, teach your kids how to market and they will never go broke. With the Cleverly Changing Podcast, our goal is to provide you with encouragement, insight about African history, and support as a parent and home educator. New episodes are uploaded bi-weekly, so please remember to subscribe and tell a friend. If you want to keep this podcast going, consider supporting it by becoming a monthly Patreon user. Visit patreon.com slash cleverly changing. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash cleverly changing. And you can always click on it directly on our show notes page. Today's African proverb is, you have little power over what's not yours. And that's a Zimbabwean proverb. It's now time for the word of the episode. Today's word of the episode is brought to you by the Congo. Batu. Batu. It means people in Lingala. I am so excited to announce that my third book, The Ultimate Sickle Cell Activity Book, is now ready for purchase. So here's the thing. This book was written for preteens and teens to let them know more about sickle cell disease. This book educates readers from start to finish using word searches, crossword puzzles, secret codes, writing prompts, fill in the blanks, and more. The pre-sale starts now and there is a discounted price of $14.99. After June 30th, the price will be increased to $19.99. So order now. And thank you for supporting my books. I appreciate it so much. So Definitely, if you know anybody who wants to learn more about sickle cell disease, then this is the book for them. (music) 
Welcome to another Cleverly Changing Podcast. I am your host, Elle Cole, and this is another episode. We have an exciting guest, and I'm so thrilled to be able to share this conversation with you. So before we get started and I introduce our guest, let me tell you a little bit about who I am. I am a mom of twins. My children are now 12 years old at the time of us recording this, and It has been an amazing journey as a mom and as a podcaster. I've been sharing these journeys of our experience, and now we have an opportunity to learn from other mompreneurs who are working from home and who are doing amazing things. And so today is not going to be any different. We are going to be meeting someone who is just fascinating. She is an award-winning author, an inspirational speaker, trained coach and consultant, ordained minister. Like you all are in for a treat today. And so I want you to just listen up tell a friend about the podcast so that they can hear as well. And without further ado, we have Tiffany. Tiffany, can you just tell everybody just a little bit about you? Because you are a fabulous person. Well, thank you, man. I mean, that warm introduction, my heart was just jumping like, oh, this is lovely. Um, I'm also, like you said, I'm also, I'm a mompreneur. Um, My son is actually 11. (laughs) So we're in a similar age range there. And he is truly my inspiration uh, for so much of what I do. Um, I'm the founder of Kingdom Boss, which is a global collaborative community for Christian entrepreneurs. And we equip them to thrive in their spirit, soul, body, and business. And so that is my heart's work. You know, we have two uh, main sides in that business. We have Kingdom Boss Academy, which is our educational arm through which we give them proficiency and tools to master their business. And then Kingdom Boss Society is our membership arm where they really get a chance to just collaborate and network and uh, build a business family. So that's my joy in it. And that really combines my two worlds, if you will, my two hats, I always say, as an ordained minister and as a marketing and branding expert. So that's just a little bit about me. (laughs) Fascinating, fascinating. I love that you have an 11 year old son. I think, you know, raising boys in this society is is difficult, but it's so much joy to being a boy mom. And I think of, you know, just that black boy joy, like there's, Mm -hmm. it's a real thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So can you kind of let us know what it's like raising a son? I know for me, I only have, I have twin girls, so I don't have any boys, but I do have nephews. And I just know that little boys love their moms. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Listen, he's been attached to my hip ever since he came out. And uh, (laughs) it's so true. It's, it's so, it's so interesting because I think raising a boy, uh, has given me so much insight into (laughs) just the male species and really understanding how young certain things begin and pop up. Uh, Even when he was around, I don't know, seven, six, seven, the gentleman thing in him really began to raise up. And, and I'm, you know, I'm a single mom. And so we, we could be like bringing the groceries in or something. And he just started having this instinct to, he wanted to get all the bags. Like, mom, I don't want you to have to carry anything. I want to take care of you. 
And so I really had to balance the narrative of like, mm. I, I am raising you to be a gentleman, but right now mommy's still mommy. Or like he started, he came back one weekend from his dad and he, he was like, we were walking on the sidewalk and he was like, mom, I have to walk on the outside. Men walk on the outside, <laughs> <laughs> right? And so again, I want him to have that. But I was like, well, honey, right now though, mommy's still the protector. Like, so keep that, but I'm, you know, it's still my job to protect you. So it's a delicate balance, you know, it, it really is. It's, it's teaching me a lot. I'll say that. <laughs> yes, yes. I can only imagine. But I, I love that he is even aware that the woman should be protected. I know that that's kind of a tricky Know, it's a tricky yeah. thing. Like, I don't, you know, as an independent okay woman it. today, <laughs> it's like, yeah. mm, interesting. Yeah. But there, there is still some, there's some good in that, you know, like we, we want to, we want to balance that. I think you use the perfect word balance because, yeah. you know, even our young men need to be protected. Yes. And, yes. and so we don't want them to think that their entire role is just to protect others because they have to have some self-worth as well. And they have mm -hmm. to, they have to care about themselves. And with yeah. children of color, that sort of confidence and mm -hmm. that um, ability to recognize that you're worthy too, just like the wow. person you're trying to protect is, is important. So mm -hmm. mm, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it feels like you were in my clubhouse room this morning. We were talking about that. We were talking about self-love and affirmations. And I said, listen, for those of you who are raising boys, this is not just a female conversation. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's make sure our sons have the same level of self-worth and you know, I was just saying how I've been pouring those things into him intentionally because when when I had him, I knew I want to raise a young man who has a very healthy emotional vocabulary. So I've got to do yes. some very so it feels like you were in the room with us this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So I haven't for those of you who are listening today who do not know what's what Clubhouse is, Clubhouse is a um a platform, it's fairly new, is by invitation only. And it is kind of exploding and it's kind of like little mini podcasts that are not recorded. People go in there and they have conversations, they open a room. So definitely um, let everybody know your, your clubhouse handle because a listener may be on there. They can check out the affirmations. I love it, but I had to kind of limit my clubhouse time because it <laughs> will, it will take over your life. <laughs> it will. You know what's funny? I feel, I almost feel, maybe I don't know if I feel bad about it, but I'm really only on there for my rooms now. I mean, if I'm not yes. on there through, through Kingdom Boss, I'm not on there a whole lot. You know, I'm just there to, to produce content right now, not as a huge consumer, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> it. Sometimes it's like that, right? You know, like, mm -mm. but yeah, my handle on there is uh, Tiffany the letter L and Bethia, B-E-T-H-E-A. So yeah, if you are actually on there, let's connect. <laughs> yes, definite, definitely. And for those of you who are listening, it really is a great, a great platform for you to learn. But like she just mentioned, like <laughs> Tiffany just said, you have to be intentional about, are you going to be on there as a consumer? 
<laughs> are you going to be a creator? And like Tiffany, I do a room um, on Tuesdays for families of children who have sickle cell disease. And so like you, I'm only on there generally for my room. Sometimes on the weekend, I'll carve out like an hour or two mm-hmm. to listen to something else. Um, there, there are people who do affirmations for children. Like really whatever you are looking for, you could probably find it on there. And so I definitely encourage people to explore. Um, but yeah, enough about Clubhouse. Don't let it take over your life. That's, that's the, the <laughs> key takeaway from this. But definitely um, it's a great way to hear from the experts. So if you need somebody to pour into your life, like you love motivational speaking, you love listening to people who are doing the thing, then Clubhouse is for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a perfect description. <laughs> so, so I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about just being intentional with our children. And I think, you know, you mentioned that you are a minister. And I think that as people of faith, sometimes we can approach raising our kids kind of in a, in an interesting way. Sometimes we look at it like, you know, you, there's, there's real absolutes, there's right and there's wrong. And we come out with all of these, um, rules and authority. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the love and the compassion don't get mm-hmm. that same sort of attention. So yep. can you kind of speak oh, yeah. to that a little bit? <laughs> Man, you, I mean, I think you had it on the head and it's funny as my son runs in here, um, true mompreneurship, but you know what? I think for me, well, I'll say this as a PK, uh, one of the things that was beneficial that actually I'm thankful that my parents did was allow me enough freedom. It wasn't so much on the rules, but it was really like relationship. Cause when I think about faith mm-hmm. and raising a person of faith, I want him to be I want him to be focused on the relationship and not the rules or the religiosity, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, so if that's the case, the one of the main things I have to show him is the love, is the kindness. And I don't want my mothering to be a stumbling block for him to receive God's love because I was mm. so you know, harsh or critical. There are moments where I think we are, we want to focus on like, let's say, for example, like what you're wearing or what you're and miss an opportunity to really go into the heart level and talk about that thing, you know? And so instead of coming in with this mandate, I want to seek to understand even, you know, the word tells us in all that getting to get understanding. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the approach I kind of take with my son a lot of times is let me kind of gain some understanding. Why are you watching that? Why are you interested in that? Like, let's have some conversation because that gives me a better place to even parent you from than just saying, nope, we don't do that in this house. We don't do that in this family. I'm okay, that's fine. But it, I just feel like coming from a space of love and understanding uh, just provides a very different lens, you know? So, yes, yes. I agree with that wholeheartedly because I think, you know, as I meet different millennials today, sometimes their faith is coupled with their pain. Mm, yes. And that is because so often parents had this iron fist. <laughs> and that's just not, when I think of God, 
I think of love, you know, God is love. And so he is this compassionate person who loves us. And sometimes in our parents' upbringing or, you know, whatnot, that wasn't necessarily how it was presented. And so throughout their experiences, they there can be a lot of pain in that. And so as people who are now parents, we have to be very mindful of how we interact with our children because we are their first example of who God is. Yes, literally. I mean, yes. And I think that's the mindset that I come from is that he's, when he thinks of God's love, he's going to really first think of me and his dad, you know, and, and yes. that's going to help him relate because he can see us. He cannot see in the tangible God. So this, we're going to be his first example. And I want that to be something that's harmonious and not caught, you know, a, 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 a stumbling block, quite honestly. Right, right. So, wow. You know, you never know what children learn from us, but the, what we have realized is that they see our examples more than they hear our words. Oh, yes. so you know it's just it's just one of those things can you kind of share with us how are you um kind of bridging that gap so that kids so that your son can see how you're able to to work hard how you're able to be someone who is spiritual someone who loves God and still someone who has fun because all of those things should go together. Yeah, for sure. Please do. (laughs) Right. You know what? I think I've made a decision with wisdom, of course, but to just really be a whole person in front of my son. I think sometimes Mm. as parents, we feel like we've got to be the parent. And I I want him to see Tiffany, all of me, Mm -hmm. you know, the parts of me, um, I, I've brought him into, he, he's come to events with me at my business to see what mommy does. It could be something as simple as, you know, we're in the car and I'll put on a worship song. And if it moves me to tears, I have that moment right there with him. And then if he asks me about it, I'll tell him like, man, you know, I was just thinking about this. I, you know, when he was younger, I had to just, of course, be age appropriate. It'll be a little bit more mindful if he was five My tears might've scared him a little bit, but you know, but wherever age he is and me knowing what he can handle, I'm just determined to just be, to really live out in front of him because I believe, because honestly, our children do what we do, not what we say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if he sees me living, you know, this joyous balanced life where I love God, I love me, I love you, I love my work. I want him to see all of those things. It's one thing for me to, and I say this honestly to clients a lot. It's one thing for me to tell him you can be anything you want to be, but I would rather live that out. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That really resonates with me as a mom because that's everything I do is to, is to show my kids that it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. That, that touched me right there because (laughs) you do a lot. You have a lot on your shoulders. Yeah. But are you still finding time for self-care? Oh my goodness. You know what? I am. And here's the funny thing about that though. I, because I, I struggled initially. So I mm-hmm. been in my business full-time nine years. So he was two. So as you can imagine, like things are very different now. Oh, you know, yes. 11, he can make his own breakfast. He can do a lot. 
But at two, he still needed me for everything. And so I was all over the place in a hot mess. And then it took me some time to realize like, wait a minute, we've got to do something different. And so I organized, number one, I live off of a block calendar. Every day, there are sections of my day, like everything fits into a very, a part of my day. And so there are even times that I've blocked off that's just his time. And during those times, I'm not getting emails. I'm not checking phone calls. Everybody's okay. I'm being a mom right now. So that helps me to be 100% present wherever I actually am. And um, I know that I can't be any good to him or me if I don't take care of me. So it could be something as simple as listening to music or eating the food I want or taking a hot bath, whatever I know I need to do for my spirit. And I've explained that to him because again, as a single mom, (laughs) you know, I had to do what I had to do. Sometimes there was no tag, you're it, can you take them? Um, And so there would be times where like, I would need a nap and he was kind of younger, but I was still, I I would say to him, you know, baby, mommy's going to take care of mommy for a little bit. And then when I finish, you hear, you can tell him about this is how I used to say it. (laughs) Yeah. Just like this. And I would say, when mommy's finished, then I'll come back and I can be a better mommy for you. So I started that early. I was like, because honestly, I saw that. That was what my mother passed down. She didn't Mm. take good care of herself. And I love her. You know, she learned eventually but I, it, so I said, I'm not passing that down. I'm going to teach you now that mommy has to take care of mommy and you. And he got it. I would take my nap and say, do this, don't do this. And all right. <laughs> yes, yes. As a mom of twins, girl, I, I used to have that same conversation with my kids <laughs> because sometimes you need a nap and naps yeah. are okay as adults. <laughs> you just talk to the kid. They are so smart. Like are. kids are intelligent. They're not just little empty beings looking at you for everything. Mm-hmm. You can communicate with them and they can understand. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you speak in my language. Yes. <laughs> you but you, you just talked about something that I really want us to kind of unravel. And that is boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, boundaries are hard for us. Yes. how did you learn that it was okay for you as a mom? Because to be honest with you, I feel like the standard in the world has said that your kids get the best of you and all of you. Yes. And you get what's left. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you flip that upside down and say, no, that's wrong. And this is what is going to work for me in my household. Yeah, honestly, I've been on a journey of wholeness for, it's been a good 10 years at this point to really just be the very best me. And that has included books and therapy. And so I can't even pinpoint it to one place. I think just as I've been on this wholeness journey, I got to a place where I understood that I can't put under God, I can't put anybody before me. Yes. And that I can only give you from what I have. So if I'm empty, what am I actually giving you? (laughs) Right. Mm. Because if I, because my cup is empty, but I'm still trying to pour, well, what's coming out, you know? And so, and like I said, it was learning the hard way, being honest. It wasn't that I figured this out before I had him. No, he was probably a good three years old when I got to this space of like, "Mm -mm, this isn't it. And honestly, 
to be honest, it was also what type of mom do I want to be? We don't yes. always ask ourselves that. We just do what we saw or whatever. But I, I really began thinking about what kind of mom I want to be. And I said, if I'm going to be the joyful, balanced, relaxed, that was the big driver for me. I want to be yes. more relaxed. I was like, I'm going to have to take better care of myself. And that pushes mm-hmm. me even now. <laughs> So you just brought up now, because right now, parents all over the world really are struggling with, with balance. Like I, I personally, I told myself that we can cope, but I'm not even sure if balance actually exists because you do have a lot to juggle and it's not like you can just delegate everything. That's just not even realistic. So what I tell myself is, this is what I can cope with today. And I just make a list, you know, this is what we're going to do today. This is how we're going to make it work, you know, so you Mm -hmm. could do it daily, weekly, whatever works for you. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important for us to recognize that there is a real pandemic (laughs) that is worldwide. (laughs) And there may be some things that you want to get done, but you can't. So can you kind of speak to that as a single mom, a (laughs) mompreneur, someone who's coaching others, like you, you are doing so many different phenomenal things that take up your time. Mm -hmm. How are you functioning during this pandemic? Oh boy. You know what? Uh, It was tough initially. It really was. And then I had to snap to it and say, okay, number one, Above all else, we're going, we're going to maintain our peace. And if that mm-hmm. was all I did one particular day, I was okay with that, <laughs> you know. Um, but I will say this, to your point, it's, it's funny, we're talking a lot about balance, but I don't really believe that ba- balance isn't what I aim for. I always say harmony is my goal. Because mm-hmm. in some seasons, and I, it's funny, it felt like you've been around me all week because I've been talking about this. I talked about it on my uh, my, I want my IGTV. I did. And I was saying that harmony is the goal. And if I'm launching a business, if I'm focused on something, if COVID is happening, everything, I may not be giving everything, the amount of energy I want to, but there is a way to make sure everything flows harmoniously. Yes. You know? And so that's my goal. And that's what I would say to people. Don't necessarily be looking to evenly distribute. There may be seasons where you have to have conversations with, you know, spouse and children, look, mommy's going to be not quite as available this week. I've got to study for a test. I've got to do this, but it's in the intentionality of having a conversation and letting them know, here's where I've got to reposition my time just a little bit, just for this amount of time. Now there's a harmony that can flow there because mommy told us what was happening. She didn't just disappear. She let us know. And next week we know we'll be back and we're good. So I think harmony is what I aim for because balance isn't real. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad you just spoke to that because, you know, I've just I've been online for a long time and I've seen these moms trying to juggle stuff, looking for this balance. And I'm like, sis, like, <laughs> I, I don't think it's there. Like you, you may be no. looking, thinking, thinking I'm balanced, but that's that's not my story. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you trying to attain something that is propped up like it exists when mm-hmm. no we 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 speak to it and we say it because it rolls off of our tongue but yeah. that's not necessarily how we live it 
Yeah. So, it's so, going to be harder to find than Waldo. Okay. I'm exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so like, not all of us are wearing capes saying that everything is perfect yeah. because it's, yeah. it's just not true. We're wearing capes and we're, we're working it out. We're, we're facing adversity and we're okay. saying this challenge exists. I'm acknowledging that the challenge exists. And these are the solutions that I'm finding that work within my time, within Mm -hmm. my personality, within, you know, what I believe to be true. So there are different aspects to that thing that, you know, I can't just say what works for me and my household because we're different. We have different personalities. I can share with you what works. You can try it, but you have to you know, be flexible and move things around so that they fit you. And that's really the message that I try to share. Yeah. So. No, that's so good. I mean, I'm, I'm just loving it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it, you know, it's hard for us. Like we, unfortunately in life as humans, we sometimes compare. And I think that comparisons are always dangerous mm-hmm. because you don't know what's, how hard that woman is pedaling behind the scenes. You, right. you simply right. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not always telling the ugly. Right. <laughs> Let, listen, woo, listen, that's a whole thing. I mean, honestly, sometimes we, and, and so that's why I think we have to find our identity inwardly and we cannot try to look for you know validation and things let me tell you something on a real plain level there are times where I have washed clothes and said you know what they're gonna have to sit there a couple days because when I looked at my schedule I was like not today right (laughs) and it's okay you know it's okay so we just have to give ourselves permission and not you know if I was feeling pressured because I'm looking at somebody's beautiful house on social media I would have thought that oh I gotta hurry up and do it nope not today my house looks like this because these clothes are not getting put away today but it's but we ate we're peaceful and we're good (laughs) yes yes we deserve to give ourselves that sort of grace and you know I'm glad that we're having this conversation because it's okay it it actually that is sanity yes come (laughs) on absolutely and yes that's more important than everything it's more important than the clean house, that the bed, the bed is made. Your peace and sanity, listen, that's above all of it. Guard that. <laughs> yes, yes, I love it. I love it. So tell us a little bit more, because I know you, you're you doing so many phenomenal things. Tell us a little bit more. You mentioned that you have Kingdom Boss Academy. You mentioned that earlier. Can you tell us what is Kingdom Boss Academy? Can you just go ahead and give us the scoop? Sure, I'll give you the tea. <laughs> so Kingdom Boss Academy is the educational arm of the Kingdom Boss community. And I, so like I said, I've been a marketing and branding consultant coach uh, in the field for 16 years. And it's my passion to see people actually have the tools and the resources that, resources that they need to build the ideas to where they see them. I get so many people who have got a vision, man, God told me to write this book or God told me to, you know, create this business. And now what though? You know, like there's some proficiency and some tools that you need if that thing's going to be sustainable and successful. And so we really try to bridge the gap there that wherever you are, we get a lot of people in idea phase just launched or just about to launch 
or you know launched and got marginal results and so we really help them build what they need so that whatever the idea is it needs to be in front of the people who actually need it so our main class we have a program called amplify under there amplify accelerator that's our marketing branding and automation course uh, we have a course called Power Sessions for Men that's available um, at different dates and times, but we have different courses underneath where entrepreneurs can say, okay, wait a minute, I know God gave me this idea, but I'm going to have to be the one to build it. What do I need to learn <laughs> so that this will be able to be successful and sustainable? So that's what Kingdom Boss Academy is in a nutshell. Awesome. Because here's the thing, many of us have great ideas but we don't know how to implement them. Yes. And if you don't know what questions to ask, you can't just put it in Google. Yep. <laughs> like, you, you know, people are like, oh, you can just get free advice online. Like the advice is there, but if you don't know what you're looking for and what you're missing and what you need, yeah. then you will not be able to find it. And of course that, that you have will give them those steps that they don't know that they need to ask. Yes. Yes. I mean, man, I need to bring you on the marketing team. That was good. <laughs> you know, that's a great way to say it. Yes, absolutely. You can't YouTube what you don't know to ask for. <laughs> right, right. It, but this is this is reality. Like I like to be real. And and this is reality, you know, yeah. and we have to we have to be honest with ourselves. If you don't know what to do, you need someone to help you. And that could actually involve, is nothing wrong with getting hand-holding. It actually saves you time. And money. And money, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And those two things are important, very, very important and critical. So I love, I love that you are offering that. How did you find that that was your purpose? Ooh, that's, man, listen. <laughs> I stumbled into it. I feel like so many of us say that, and it's true. I really stumbled into it. I feel like, and I've been saying it this way more recently, maybe over the last year, I feel like you start out using your skill and it kind of leads you to the anointing. Like I started out, you know, my degree is in marketing and business. And so I'm, I'm using that and just being focused on like marketing and, you know, social media, all that. And after time of continuing to serve, my, my real gift showed up. I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> and it's on a practical, sometimes you don't know. It's, it's customers telling you, you know, you start hearing the same thing over and over. And you're like, that's what I did for you guys? Man, I did. Okay, wait, let me go deeper. Let me really look at this thing, you know? So sometimes it really is about paying attention to what people are saying about you. What do your colleagues say? What are your clients saying about you because oftentimes they can see you in a way you can't see yourself <laughs> you know and so I think that really helped me as I was already in there doing the work this is why you got to get going and moving because there's some things you don't figure out on the sidelines but as you go it starts to become much more clear and I started to see myself and go oh wait a minute I'm a spiritual midwife I'm really helping these people birth something it's not even just about the marketing and the branding uh, but it took me some time to figure that out what you just mentioned you know we 
I love that you said that you're giving birth. You know, you use that metaphor because it's a real thing. When we when we start these projects, it's like birthing whole babies. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Like pushing them out. Like it, it's some work. It's not easy. You may have great ideas. It may be what God has for your life, but that does not mean it's going to come easy. Uh-uh. And actually, I feel like when you have more skin in the game and it's a little, you know, rocky, you appreciate the good times even more. Yeah, because you worked for that thing. It, honestly, I think it's I think it's for mothers and for all of us, not just ones who push them out. But something about that birthing process. Listen, ah, that pain and all that. OK, that's why mama bears, even the most shy woman will fight you for her child. OK, because. Right. It took us so much to get them here. So I, I agree. I totally agree. Wow. Wow. It's just been just such a joy to yeah. hear about your, your, your experience and what you're giving to others. And I know that there are women and men who are listening and saying, hey, you know, that spoke to me. You know, what advice do you have for the parent who's like, you know, I'm struggling. I'm trying to raise my kids and I have these dreams, but I'm going to put them on hold until my kid grows up and moves out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any words for, for them? Mm-hmm. I think the first thing I want to say is really going to zero back to the self-love. Knowing that when you pour into you everything that you desire and deserve, it will cause you to show up better for everybody else in your life. And so thinking about who you want your children to become, what type of mother do they need? And for us to become that, you know, we're growing just as we're raising them, but for me to produce the type of person I want means I've got to actually become a certain person. I need to actualize my goals. I need to be healthy and whole and loved uh, in a certain way. And so let me fulfill that because ultimately my child is going to be reared by who I am and what I do and not what I say. So I think mm-hmm. that's what I, how I would encourage them. Awesome. Awesome. Now we are, we are having this conversation about branding and marketing and what you do. Are there any tips that you can give families? Cause a lot of times, like even in the homeschool community in the mompreneur community, mm-hmm. in the work at home community, people are coming up with businesses all the time. Yeah. Do you have three easy tips to help them get started? Oh, sure. Yeah. So the first thing I would say is get super clear on the solution that you offer. People don't buy products and services, they buy solutions. So when you can be super clear on here's the solution, here's the solution that I am in the world. People are having this problem and I am the answer. That's one powerful place to start. The second one would be get super clear on who your ideal audience is. Everyone is not a target audience moms and women are actually a big audience that's still not a niche so who is the target that you that you uh, serve because it's marketing is like relationship building the better you know them the better you'll be able to speak to them and show up for them so 
Uh, and then honestly, after that, really pick focus on one method based on what you know about that ideal audience. Where are they? Where do they gather even virtually that you can put your message in front of them and say, hey, I know you're struggling with this problem, but I've got the solution. <laughs> and honestly, as simple as that seems, if you really do those three things, you'll see a huge, huge difference. I agree with that 100%. And I think let's, you know, you talked about a niche and a lot of people are like, oh, I hear that all the time. What does that mean? It means you need to narrow it all the way down. (laughs) Narrow it down. Who do you serve? (laughs) Yes, yes. You need, you know, because people are like, well, you know, they'll say moms and women, like there are you said that's a huge group, you know, (laughs) and when I think about my audience, for me personally, I know that it is women of color who, you know, have, have a struggle. It could be a health challenge. It could be, you know, they're a stay at home mom and they had to leave the workforce. You really need to narrow it down. And sometimes when people are creating businesses, they're just like, oh, my ideal audience is myself. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they're like, oh, I know, I know, you know, no, you kind of need to do a little more research than just you. (laughs) Research, that's a word, yes, absolutely. (laughs) So I just, you know, I think that's just invaluable advice because, you know, it's women, especially women of color are coming up with businesses all the time. So to get started, that's not the challenge. That's not the challenge Mm -hmm. to make sure your, your products sell and they, you know, really take off and they're blossoming in the world. That's more of the challenge. And so the three things that you mentioned that will help somebody's business flourish, Mm -hmm. not just start a business because, Mm -hmm. Hey, Tim, you know, millions of people start businesses and don't make no money. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Come on. You said that plainly. Yes. Yes. So, so I just, I love that you just made it so clear because I think those are the three most important things. And you spoke about solutions. Yes. You know, you're like, I have this great idea and I'm going to just tell you people don't like to be talked at. Right. Right. (laughs) They don't, they like to buy, but they don't like to be sold. Right, right. (laughs) But when I talk about the solution and you go, you know what, I'm experiencing that. Yeah, I'm like, tell me about that because I need the answer to that problem. (laughs) Yes. So, so like, I know I think of like when I'm on Facebook and I see these ads, you know, people are looking like they have all these problems and you're like, oh, I've experienced that. And then they're unraveling it in the video with the solution. So you take that same concept and you put that in your business as well. And I think, you know, we, I know all my life I've been watching TV and they've been selling us solutions. And so you would think that we would understand that, but it does take work to really figure out how can you provide a solution. And, you know, this week I, I, well, actually it was last week. I did a talk at PodFest about, um, the power of embracing your story. And Hmm. I was saying some of the same things, like you have to know your story and know exactly how you help people because it's the story of how you help people that will allow you to help other people. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That is it. It's right there. I love that. That's very true. And, and you can't market that 
until you identify it, until yes. you are clear on it. And then you can say, okay, that's, that's my marketing messaging. That's what people need to hear from me. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I have just loved this conversation because <laughs> I love, I love talking branding. I love talking motherhood and I, and I love talking about my faith experience. It's not something that I always get to, to share. You know, I, I believe that you will know people by their works, how they show up, how they show up and how they treat others. And so, you know, I try to live my life that way to be attentive and, and caring, you know? So I try to make time because I believe that people are important. Mm -hmm. So if people want to connect with you, because I know that they have been just as moved as I am, how do they connect with you? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. This has absolutely been such a nourishing conversation. Even for me, I've really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, I can, they can find me on every social media platform at Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y, the letter L, Bethea, B-E-T-H-E-A. And of course they can always go to kingdomboss.com, www.kingdomboss.com. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Everybody check Tiffany out, support, show your love, tell, tell friends, tell other people, because that's the thing, you know, when we see parents and mompreneurs and we see them working hard we have to really help them do the work and we have to tell our friends about them when they are doing something amazing so that they can take advantage of it yeah. so I just you know I've been blessed by everything that you shared I wish you and your business just much success and um, just I'm, I'm so glad that you stopped by the Cleverly Changing podcast today Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, this has been amazing, everyone. Definitely, if you are an entrepreneur and you are thinking about starting a business and you're, you need help, you need somebody to walk you through the process, check out Kingdom Boss. All right. So this has been a true honor and a true pleasure. So thank you. Did you know that we sell merchandise to keep our podcast going? Order a hoodie, t-shirt, mugs, and more today. Visit cleverlychanging.com and click on the shop tab to place your order.